0: Hey folks, this week is a special public episode of The Triple J Show presented by one of our favorite brands, Sunspell. Big shout out to our friends over there for making this possible. The Triple J Show is the Inside Baseball Off the Rails podcast hosted by myself, Jeremy Kirkland, Gian Deleon, and John Moy. This week we're chatting summer fits. It's getting hot out, but the fits are getting hotter. We chat about Gian's quiet luxury, leather pants, ask why do movies define style so much, bond in the best bond era riviera polo fits the difference between a t-shirt and an undershirt oh god that was a hot topic debate when to wear shorts and flex underwear all right folks hang on tight here we go
1: everyone always wants to know what are you wearing today but no one ever thought to ask, how are you wearing today? Welcome to the Triple J Show, hosted by Jeremy Kirkland, Gian DeLeon, and John Moy. This show is what a podcast would sound like if you could make one with your own hands, like we used to in the good old days, when jacket cuffs were functional, jeans were shuttle-loomed, and no one joked, Hey, buddy, why are you so dressed up? Just because you decided to wear a sport coat to the grocery store. As three mildly respected industry veterans whose net worth is mostly housed in their closets, the Triple J crew will share stories from behind the bespoke curtain, make a little more sense of the rapidly changing fashion world. And who knows? Someone may learn a thing or two. So button those middle buttons, tighten those side tabs, strap on those monks, and enjoy the ride. Gian,
0: you're the, I think you're the only person on this pod that when you come, like you, you come for this pod, you are like, you are fitted out. Cause I, I don't think, I don't think I got a good fit on right now. I mean, no, more no day's looks off, good, but good, I know. Is it cause you're in LA? What's no. the runway like out there?
2: LA is <laughs> <No. laughs> the one place you can go like off duty. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> <That's a shame.
3: laughs> Like this is, I'm wearing, I'm wearing like a very LA outfit. It's like jeans, a leather jacket and like a vintage camo t-shirt, except that, you know, my jeans are just leather <laughs> and my jacket is also leather, but also hype. But yeah. Yeah. You know, I put my jeans one leg on at a time like everybody else. It's just that <laughs> mine have a little Bottega triangle in the back. That's all. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: What's the footwear with that? Yeah, Oh, the true. Bottega Crocs
3: oh yeah. they're like, i like uh, that they they took like the intro pattern and, and made it into like a molded shoe with like a little uh a little bottega bulby toe
0: dude crocs are everywhere yeah. they're everywhere in every well, state it's in like every
3: they're eva molded shoes let's say that right because okay. it's like they're not crocs
0: per se uh, but they are molded okay. slip-on shoes well molded slip-on shoes i'll be very clear are freaking everywhere croc oh yeah no croc um whether it's
3: the freaking god california the i mean the the yeezy is still very
0: you know persistent in that even though it's canceled Um, what's the the, is it the merrill hydro mock i saw a dude wearing that yeah then you got that
3: doesn't count though because that's not an eva molded shoe it's not it's like a, no.
0: it's like a plastic injected thing. It looks like it. No,
3: no, it's got like a mesh upper, but there are also EVA Bergenstocks that they have as well. And like they, remember that brand native, native shoes. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's like that sort of MO, right. Where they just like made EVA molded everything. And that's like what they did. Dang. Yeah. I um, mean, dude, they, they, they blew a lead. They blew like, yeah, Like it's, it's like uh, the Skype, <laughs> Skype blowing the lead to zoom. It's like
2: native really just blew that EVA trend. <laughs> that's lead. true. Man, Skype really did drop the ball. No I feel one like Made even had Skype like during Uh like High Fashion Collabs. Didn't they do something with like C D G and stuff like that? I swear I they did. I feel like it. I mean I also Who, remember I remember how Skype. to make it in America. <laughs>
3: <Man>. <laughs> there there was like a whole scene where Brian Greenberg's character was like eyeing. Some little kid's boots on like the train, and he's like, man, those kids' boots are fresh. And I'm like, this that kid is literally wearing native shoes.
0: That kid grows up to
3: design
2: the freaking Astro grew up to be Boy Salahe shoes. Bambury, <laughs> and made his own croc. That's true. <laughs> about to yeah. about to get my Depop game on for some vintage natives. You know, oh dude, this see, the source there cut, you go. bringing it back. You know, get it. Well, we're talking all Instagram.
0: We're talking all summer style, summer fits. Um. I just got some of my summer gear today. Um, that being, I got I got some summer jeans, some some summer jeans. I'm I'm kind of kind of amped on them. Uh, and then obviously I I got this like big ass Rubbermaid sort of container that like is like old EG shorts and old baggies and all that other stuff and I'm starting to make the the swap. Like I'm I'm doing I'm doing the rotation. Have you done have any of you guys done yours yet?
2: I mean, I was about to say I'm about to to unzip my ACG pants into ACG shorts, but not quite yet, but that's like like if I if I was like the groundhog, that's when I that's how you know spring has sprung. My my pants are my ACG pants are now ACG shorts. Um but I thought about it. All conditions means all conditions. All conditions. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Love me a convertible pants short. Like, I got a pair of North Face ones. I got a pair of those ones. But yeah, uh, you know, I think think because I'm in the Pacific Northwest, like, spring and winter are kind of like it's just like sort of one long 50 degree day with rain so it's like can't really but it's almost it's almost i mean la is cold right now yeah like cold for la but like it's just it's
3: temperate for new york but like when i left new york it was like 84 degrees and today i mean it hasn't like broken 75 degrees in la like all week but i am here for the fear of god show that's the main reason speaking of you know dressing to impress speaking of eva Speaking of EV and molded <laughs> shoes, right? I've seen so many of the, you know, the California shoe, as he calls it, um, everywhere.
0: Yeah, or Vans, all that stuff. I definitely, I'm gonna get. I got my pair of uh, Superga's that I'm gonna oh, yeah. wear to hell and blow. Well, there's through. also
3: the the, the Lorenzo Pianas, like the Fear of God version of the Summer Watch. It's true. He does have his oh, own. That's right. Yeah, the Summer Walk on Waters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good. <laughs>
3: That's really I'll be weird. here. I'll be here
0: all week. He's fast, man. He's fast with those six shooters. Woo! <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, definitely want to talk about some some. Of what are like the the essential summer summer gear? What are the summer things you got? Because it sounds like. Both of you, you're not really doing much because you already got all the stuff. No, you don't have the big box. You don't have the transition moment. Uh, it's do. just changed with the climate.
3: I mean, I, what what's probably going to happen is when I pack for um for June for for June market is when like the big transition is going to happen because that's when like you know the the two eighty GSM suits come out and anything above three forty gets like put away. Whoa, he's talking kind of the, the cloth weight, yeah. ladies and
0: gentlemen. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's when the linen. My man just went down to (laughs) two (laughs) forty. Exactly. We're going open weave. We're going open weave.
3: (laughs) Fresco boys, you know that's the you know it's it's all the three season wools. Just you know that's the one season. That's it. Are you guys the three? Are you going to do the
0: uh, the the t shirt and sport coat? I'm dead serious. I'm calling it right now. Everyone is. It's it's. I think it's saturated enough that. You got people that are gonna be like trying to channel Richard Gere, and you got guys that are gonna be like trying to wear like old Armani suits with like tucked-in tee. You got the uh, Miami Vice dudes that are gonna try to be wearing the white tee. But dude, I'm dead serious. I'm calling it. This summer, it's gonna be all white teas and suits, and, and including your boy.
3: Yeah, I mean, why not?
0: You know, I do vintage teas and suits sometimes,
3: but or just vintage teas under under the new Savis jacket that I just got, but. I heard. Savas boys. Uh, but, yeah, like, I think it works. It's just very hard to do. It's not, it's not for everybody. Are you tucking? But I think you can. Oh, I'm tucking. Yeah, you, you're tucking. You, you def-tuck. Fuck, yeah. Oh. It depends on the suit, though, because it's like, if it's, you know, uh, like a Neapolitan cut, like, high waist, et cetera, like a classic fit suit, then, yeah, you gotta tuck. Yeah. But. If it is like a if it's like a play suit, anything with like an e waist or something like a stussy suit or something that has the e waist on it, then you can get away with the untucked. But That's untucked
0: hems, baby. <laughs> you don't want to do the tie with the t, though. We're, we're not. We're not. No, no you do that. Free- you Whoa. do the tie printed on the t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: That's I literally you you i was the, i was the out Dilbert the other graphic t. Oh wait, we can't. Dilbert's canceled now because because uh, what's his face? Wait, Dilbert's canceled.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That dude is like an inveterate racist.
3: Yeah,
2: Jeez. dude, dude, he's like he's like the the J.K. Like Rowling of Sunday funnies. Back. Give all my laughs back. Uh, I mean, you know, probably not. <laughs> That's not how laughs work, you know. But
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, man. Dilbert is, the office, What? so I guess Dilbert just found, uh, he found Reddit and Facebook. <laughs> it's like Dilbert found Facebook in 2023 now. Red now he's yeah, he got
2: red-pilled bad. Dilbert started hanging out with Milkshake Duck and it just like didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they both follow Andrew Tate.
0: He's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, there are some valid points here. And Not like, just no. follow him,
2: like they're liking and faving stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh they are paying for
3: like whatever that subscription service that he pedals. Oh my god. <laughs> they're they're out here eating
0: Romanian pizza, baby. <laughs> this is going to go off the rails. This pod is going to get nuts. I did watch that show Jury Duty, um which uh funny enough, it's like Kevin Burrows friend did it. Um I don't know if you've heard it. It's on Amazon. It's a show about in LA you can volunteer to be a juror and so this guy volunteers to be a juror but what he doesn't realize is the case that he gets on is completely fabricated and it is not real at all and everyone everyone in the jury but him is an actor including the judge including the lawyers everything is staged it's totally staged and he just has no idea he thinks he's just like along the ride for being a juror and it's just shit gets off the rails because then the judge decides to uh, sequester everyone. And so he's like living with these folks and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And everyone isn't on it, but him, it's basically like a Truman show of a jury duty. It's fucking
2: Hilarious. I think I saw a clip of that is like James Marsden where they're like yeah have you seen any movies he's in and he's like yeah I heard Sonic sucked or something It's <laughs> true he like rips on Sonic and he's like
0: you should see it and the next day he's like yo man I, I watched Sonic last night it's-, it's actually pretty good and he's like thanks man I'm really glad you liked it and James Marsden goes did you buy it or did you rent it and he was like no it was free on Hulu and he goes damn because I would have gotten a dollar if you bought it <laughs> it's oh, great leans like in. Marsden really weans into just like <laughs> kind of being a little bit of a sleaze ball, but like kind of ignorant to everything <laughs> it's uh it's great because they're like he's like what other things you win he's like he's like oh you were in x-men right <laughs> he's like yeah I mean but there's there's other stuff and he starts mentioning all these other movies and he's like ah, I don't know what those are <laughs>
3: Yeah, I will say that, that, that is the weird thing about L.A. that it still freaks me out is the amount of out of home media and billboards for shows and movies that I've like never heard of and like platforms that I've never heard of. And it's just like, oh I guess everything's made. it means like you go to New York and you, it's not uncommon to see like fashion billboards like on every other place. Like the Calvin Klein billboard in Soho is one right. of the most famous billboards that there is. Right. And it's like, you know, and, and Nordstrom happens to have a billboard. Right. Next to it that, you know, I've, I've worked on stuff that's gone on there. But um, uh, it's crazy because it's just like, yeah, I guess, you know, it is the capital where all this stuff is made. So they would have all the this, this advertisement for it. And then I'm guessing, I don't know. I guess I just don't realize like, man, that many people out here like watching TV? Uh, you
0: know what I'm no, saying? there's just people out there making TV. Yeah. I would argue most. Of, I, it's funny. Most of the people I know that work in the industry, they're like, I just watch like two things and it's not what I'm on. And it's right. usually... It's usually something like a Bravo or a reality TV thing.
3: That that Ali Wong and and Steve Yun uh, Netflix show Beef, it's like it's three whole billboards on like Sunset Bowl. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah,
0: it's 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 good. good. Saving it. I mean, it's... <laughs> you got to
3: watch it in time for yeah. uh, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month, John, or else you uh, lose your card.
2: Is that how it was? <laughs> I, th- I thought maybe we didn't have to watch stuff during that month. Like, we were oh. good. Like, I could <laughs> watch, like, like James Marsden yeah. films during that month, no. and I'm good. You, you have the entire rest of the year to do that. Oh, I see. I see. I see. It's Good to know. See, I'm only half Chinese, so, like... Everywhere, all at once, dude. I, I, do I have to watch double, watch double the movies? You know? like. Yeah. I, <laughs>
3: But that you should be your role. I've, your, I've your, only after. seen half of the movies, so I have to choose if I want
0: to see the beginning or the ending. Uh, <laughs> this guy only saw three and a half samurai, not seven. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, meanwhile, I'm trying to write a thesis about Kurosawa and all this stuff. my uh, Dreams is really about these experiences of. Uh... I got my criterion login now, and it is game on. Amazing. Did you watch, watch how cultured I'm going to get. Did you buy anything when they had that crazy flash sale? So funny, there's a listener from, from Blamo who messaged me and they were like, yo, they're, we're doing this big clean out because they're, they're updating all this stuff. And he's like, you know, uh," and I, and I figured, and I'll say this to like eat my words is I was like, oh man, he's going to ask to like put a thing in the slack or something. And I'm like, you know what? You know, sure. Fine. And he's like, Hey, he's like, can I send you some? And he's like, can I just send you my favorites? And I'm like, shit, fuck yeah, yeah, send, send him away. And he's like, do you have a 4K Blu-ray player? And I was like, nope. And he's like, well, get one and I'll send you a bunch of stuff. He sent me like 10 movies, um, Sick. maybe maybe more than that. Yeah, he sent me a bunch of stuff. But then um, I was like, all right, I'll post the link in the thing. And um, then I ended up buying like 10 more movies. It was a and good next, deal. You know, it was a great deal. I went nuts and I just bought like, just a shit ton of Criterion things and movies like I had never seen, but had always really wanted to, like like freaking Wim Wenders stuff and like broadcast news. Um Elizabeth and I had never seen Mulholland Drive until the other night, which uh
2: that's a weird one. Interesting, yeah, that's a weird one.
0: <laughs> yeah, but now we'll be as soon as it's over, we'll go and we'll watch some YouTube explanation where someone's like, "Here's what's happening in Mulholland Drive." Like, here's the the yeah, you know the how linear it is with here and here and you're like oh I appreciate that movie and I want to watch it again <laughs> but uh yeah man I'm trying to get culture with my criterion Janice Films i oh. start wearing a Janice Films hat
2: yeah wow. real real big brain cinema over there you know <laughs> I on the yeah. other hand got like the box set of Bruce Lee so uh, that's amazing
1: yep you can, you can only, only watch Blu-ray half though. of that
2: film though <laughs> you can only watch half
3: of the set I, you can I've, watch I've, Enter the Drag yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: But there's I, this place... That's a
3: different movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my
0: bad.
3: Dilbert that's, would that's, not like that movie. That is banned
2: in Ron DeSantis, Florida. You can't even say that title. Yeah, there's this place, speaking of like DVDs, because, like, yeah, for some reason, we have a DVD player. Um, but there's a place in mm-hmm. Portland called Movie Madness. I and mean, it's, like, an old-school, like, like, rental place, like, Blockbuster. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. exactly why you have a DVD player, because you live in Portland. Yeah, hell yeah, exactly. Um, but they have, like... The People wildest got VCRs selection. Out there. Yeah. Cause they still rent VHS tapes. It's crazy. And it's like super cheap. They have like a, a theater in it, like built into it, so they'll do like screenings and stuff. But they have like so many movies where you're like, I wouldn't maybe pay five ninety nine to rent that, but like I'll pay a dollar a day to like check this out. And like DVD quality, mixing's way better than streaming a lot of times. You guys ever yeah. notice that? Like the action will yeah. be really loud, but the dialogue's really low, you know?
0: Well, it depends on, I mean, not to get all crazy technical, but like how compressed is it? What are you watching it on? What's the setup that you're watching it on? But then you like get. Well, the transfer might not have been right. That's why, like, now all my other friends are like, no, it's just physical media. I want, what is the director-approved version? What is the thing that they signed off on? Um, Yeah, like, because I went nuts. I started watching all the Bond movies. Oh. I was like, I haven't seen, and I'll be honest with you, there's a handful of Bond movies that are just trash. Like, I do not think they're that good of a movie. And there's a bunch that, like, you you understand Austin Powers and stuff better because you're like oh man it really was oh, that like the,
3: the Roger Lazenby era etc
0: jo- yeah George Lazenby
3: George Lazenby yeah. Roger, Roger Moore. Uh, yeah Roger Moore yeah the, the like, two
0: bad bonds I just blended them together <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so did everyone else that saw them um but yeah like you watch some of that stuff and it it wasn't until like GoldenEye was probably like Supposedly the big reboot and not just because of the video game to where GoldenEye was like this new Bond era is Pierce Brosnan, famous story of Jean-Claude Beaver throwing a, a ton of money. Basically, he wanted to put Omega in the Bond movie and um, they were like, oh yeah, you can do it for like, uh, this number is incorrect, for like 200 grand. And he's like, how about I pay 10 times that and I want on the cover of the movie, the his watch on it in there and like basically it's just like and you yeah you recognize like how that just blew up because like that movie was amazing everyone loved it 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 became this new sort of desire of like what masculinity and coolness could be and all these like style things that came from it Pierce Brosnan was obviously dope as fuck uh, in the film but then Casino Royale rewatched all I rewatched all the Daniel Craig Bond movies dead serious dead ass Casino Royale flawless 10 out of 10 it's a good one it it's, is, it's crazy one. it's good like but there's the, I mean I wasn't into the last Bond movie yeah have you like, seen it no time to die
2: yeah
3: Yeah. there's time it's okay it's
2: called the end yeah it's called the end I, of the movie I think I watched it on a plane you know I which, watched it yeah. on a plane too shows our commitment to that one you know yeah. <laughs> I watched it in it comfort was, plus on delta
0: <laughs> it just wasn't it just wasn't that great I mean honestly like it dude dies and he's got a kid and he finds out the end he's like oh shit well tell her I love her <laughs> yeah fiend
3: <laughs> yeah and it was It was. i mean daniel craig definitely is i think the goat bond at this point i agree i think he's the greatest bond he's he's definitely the best i think he Someone's added gonna be like, Sean a, Connery. a degree of levity to it and he made you know i mean he was a bond that was like vulnerable right he wasn't just like i'm gonna and he was actually a spy like he wasn't just a one man versus like 99 people and like <laughs> he would fuck up having a, lot, a watch you know with a laser on it <laughs> yeah exactly give like, me a second <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like he he portrays like the trauma of like having to do what he has to do pretty well right and it's not like he's like a traditional like ladies man like all the other bonds right he's like i'm just gonna get shit done and you know i'm not gonna trust anybody and there's very real reasons why i don't kind of
0: thing yeah Dude, it the opening scene, and this isn't a movie podcast, but the opening <laughs> scene of Casino Royale where it's all the parkour stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was crazy. Crazy. That thing is so nuts. He was where he wears Drake's desert boots too, right? He wore desert boots in the big, the big thing in Casino Royale was all Sunspell stuff. Yeah, he had the Sunspell. Riviera Polo. Riviera Polo. I mean, honestly, it's like, didn't he also wear the Billy reed peacoat? That's the Bond peacoat. Billy Reid peacoat is Skyfall. Yeah, that's
2: another that's Skyfall.
0: Yeah, which is carried Billy Reed so much that I think they honestly,
2: call it yeah, it's B- like a P- peak lapel, peak
0: coat. But that's the thing, right? It's like that, that's what James Bond does,
3: especially at the Craig era Bond. It's just like and he was wearing what? Ville- Ville- Villebricone. What, what's what are his um swim trunks? Vil- Villebricone.
0: Can any of us say? I'm it not even trying. T- it Lele- It'll be vil- in the vil- show notes, guys. Vilbraquan Villebricone. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Someone from Bill
2: Yo, sponsor the pod. We'll learn. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we'll learn. But um, no, Casino Royale was probably the bigger one because one, he wears the Omega Mm Seamaster, which gets a call out in the movie with Eva Green because she goes Rolex and he goes Omega. Yeah. And And he drinks Heineken. And he does drink Heineken. There's a big Heineken thing. But uh, this this isn't your granddad's bond. You know, that, that, yeah, the Vesper gets, gets a rebirth because he has it made during the poker game with LaShif, and everyone loses their shit and wants to order it because he gets like all crazy. He's like, I'll have two shakes of a lamb's
2: tail (laughs) with with a double eyeball. And they're like, I'll take that too. (laughs) Sounds refreshing.
0: My man got two shakes of a lamb's tail over here. (laughs) I call it a Vesper. But no, I mean, it's, it's sick. And I think he was like the most fit Bond because he was oh, yeah.
2: just, yoke coming out of that water. You know, did, I you know he
0: was 37, 37 when he did that. Amazing. You know, who's 37 right now? Me. Me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not James Bond. I'm not yoked. And I could not handle getting hit in the balls as much as he does in that movie. Yeah.
2: But to be fair, you know, you guys aren't trained assassins. Like, if you were killing people for a living... I'm a trained fit assassin. You might get yoked. (laughs) He's a
0: trained fit
3: assassin. Yeah, I
2: kill kill these fits. You (laughs) should
0: see.
3: All the fits. I'm not a spy, but I know stealth wealth, baby. (laughs) Stealth
2: wealth. I'm all about that quiet luxury. Yeah. (laughs) Says the man in leather jeans. (laughs) With with a (laughs) Trompe denim print.
0: They're not jeans. They're
3: leather. Catch me standing in the corner. Nobody knows these aren't real jeans.
0: (laughs) Nobody knows my denim is leather. Is anyone going to ask? Is anyone going to ask? Just waiting for someone to come up um but no shit we'll talk about we'll we'll definitely talk about the riviera polo shout out to sunspell for real uh one we can pronounce their name super whatever super easy easy. um but uh big thing about this and i'll i'll shout this out so this uh costume designer lindy hemming she freaking like rocked the world uh because the whole thing with the riviera polo is like sunspell's big thing that they did is they were a super crazy good textile manufacturer um like a lot of british houses yeah yeah, here's 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 your fun here's your fun fact internet uh the original name was not sunspell you guys you guys what was it it? original name of the company was thomas a hill limited and they made hosiery and undergarments they literally made like bomb ass underwear So, the where did the name sunspell come from so here's so here's the thing so in the like late nineteen thirties, because basically like over over time in the nineteen hundreds, Sunspill got super super. Um, yeah, well, see, like, Sea they, they Island they did, cotton's their their thing, right? Sea Island. Yeah, skitties. they did merino, cashmere, silks, all this sort of stuff. But they blew up with Sea Island cotton. So Sea Island cotton, I thought, was kind of like a Visvim thing or whatever. Or you, like, you telling Giza me a Sea Island made this cotton? <laughs> yeah, but basically. They, it was cotton where the, and someone's could probably correct me on this. Even Sunspill might even correct me on this. Jeez Louise. Where basically the fibers are super, super long. So it just makes like a very, very fine cotton. Um, And so they were like, yo, this, we're gonna do this with like undergarments with t-shirts. There wasn't really any sort of air conditioning or this stuff at the time. So you you would dress, you you were luxe with all your clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, But they basically, they change their, they make this underwear that blows up Sea Island. And this is basically, it rescues them from the Great Depression, because um, they go lux in the 1930s. This is actually, I mean, it's actually kind of fun. So, they were doing pretty well. Isn't, they, doesn't Sea Island cotton come from, like, the south, though? Isn't that why it's the,
3: the fibers are along? Because it's like the...
2: I think it's the Caribbean, it's, originally. It's the Caribbean. It's
3: like the yeah. Sea the sea Islands, right? It's, those are actually...
0: Yeah, it was, it's Jamaica, Barbados... Yeah um Antigua but then there was a trade which would, would a lot of stuff would be run through Savannah Georgia because there was also other cotton that was happening then um you know probably not of anything to glorify if it's if we're in the uh the in the late 1800s however this is about the uh, this is way after that right um but like in the the mid 1930s they're blowing up with super super luxury underwear and it was all sea Island stuff and so they changed their name to sunspell which was uh kind of like an homage to uh the sunny spells of the Caribbean sunny spells <laughs> yeah it was an homage to the sunny spells of the Caribbean um which is like I don't know like have, have any of you ever worn sea Island cotton or giza cotton or any like yeah
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, Vizvim um, Band of Outsiders made some Sea Island cotton shirts. I mean, Tom Brown, I think, has done Sea Island stuff. Um, that long
2: staple fiber, man.
3: Yeah, exactly. Soft. Yeah.
2: yeah nice. So,
0: so they re they renamed the company to Sunspell, Wait, and then yes, yeah,
3: Sunspe- I mean, I have like so many Sunspell white tees at this point. But-
0: yeah, I mean, I have the thing is, I didn't get into Sunspell honestly until it was the mid aughts, and I was super into Dior. And Dior had these like striped tees, the really fine striped mm-hmm. tees, because I I wanted to be like Pete Doherty or whatever. And you were in your, Eddie's yeah, this was in my heady vibe. And um, I ended up getting Sunspell tees, which actually I still have. And I they weren't slim enough for me at the time, and so I would tailor the t-shirts like an idiot to make them even slimmer. Um, this is I real talk, totally admit this. I I'll, I can show you because I when I had them tailored, I had them brought to this place in the LES. And she basically like just cut the side, and then like my seam like curved um, on on the shirt. I can show it to you, but it's like dead serious. I like hacked this snot out of these. And then you invented like Boris Belyan Sabieri, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) these these are my CCP tornado shirts, a la Sunspell striped tees but no like uh, a friend of mine was like oh he's like just get you should just get like one of the sunspell tees instead of the dior shirt was like 900 bucks and the the sunspell ones at the time were i was like 80 or something maybe uh it was around 100 maybe but i got a bunch of those and that was like how i got into it early and i just thought it was just tea stuff it wasn't until to be honest like doing research for this pod and everything else that i was like oh shit they made flex underwear they like rebooted the boxer in the uk all that stuff you know i mean Forget that they survived the World War II blitz and everything else, but like they become all crazy Lux, but the bond thing, I'm going to connect these dots. So <laughs> Lindy Hemming redesigns the Riviera polo from the 1950s, makes it more modern, kits out Daniel Craig, the world blows up because anything Daniel Craig was wearing in bond era. Uh, but here's the biggest thing. And I think this is the thing to call out to the original point I probably made 20 minutes ago. Like. Pierce Brosnan isn't social media James Bond. Mm -hmm. Daniel Craig basically wore so much of his stuff on and off screen and actually had a voice in how the stuff was made and designed. Um, I mean, all props to Wendy Hemming because she did win multiple Academy Awards and she did Pierce Brosnan stuff in GoldenEye, but no one, it didn't have just like the heat. Because Daniel Craig was wearing this stuff so much. And so like he was, he was wearing he was wearing revere polos outside of the film. He's wearing, you know, he's wearing Omega watches. He's wearing, you know, his Bellstaff bag. His um
3: He was traveling to exotic locales and shooting people like
0: outside of the film. <laughs> he was James <laughs> he, Bond. He also started murdering people. <laughs> Not true. But but like here's the big question that I want that I want to get into this is like, why is it? And Why do movies define style so much? Because like, I talk about this all the time in which when we talk about like people that we want to look like, for the the average person, it's never the designer. None of us are like, oh, we want to look like, you know, Lindy Hemming, or we want to look like, uh, or Eddie Slimane, right? We want to look like a person in a movie that might be wearing that stuff. But like, why is, why is the movie? Well, because storytelling
3: and fashion, right, are so intertwined. And that's just like a, such a good part of pop culture, right? It's like everyone's talking about quiet luxury, and they're tying it back to Succession. Yeah, exactly. They're tying right? it back to Kendall it's... Roy's wardrobe—he's like wearing Tom Ford, he's wearing Gucci, he's wearing a Tom which Ford, which was polo a costume design.
0: Yeah. You know, like that's that is the the craziest thing. But even is not... um,
3: even before that, like right? industry, it's like the the screenwriters like literally wrote in the labels the characters should be wearing because it just helped round out you know who they were as people like paid attention to the brands they were and the associations you would get from those brands Mm -hmm. but even before that it's like you know Kurt Cobain and the mohair cardigan and uh, the flannel shirt and that sort of grunge look Uh, it's just sort of every trend has been made indelible because of its cultural touch points or every like piece that you know has stood the test of time whether it's musician whether it's a movie you know I mean freaking what dare guy won't shut up about Cary
0: Grant (laughs) <laughs> in the, uh North by Northwest era, right, in his suits. I mean that's every menswear yeah. dude's like Yeah. I don't know, wet dream is is Cary Grant's suits in North by Northwest.
2: I also think too, um, we're like hardwired from when we're little kids and we're watching movies. Like, because like when you're little, it's like you want to be the people on screen, right? Like unabashedly. It's like, oh, you see Indiana Jones and you're like, oh, that's a big fit. And he's doing it. And you're like, shit. yeah, I can wear I can wear a fedora. You know, like I can wear a fedora and a leather jacket and, and big old khakis. I mean, that's
3: why the, you know, the Alden indie boot is called that.
2: Right. right? It's, and so, like, yeah, the 403. Yeah. yeah. And so I think just as a, as a culture, we're, like, hardwired to, like, look to movies, right? To, like, digest so much stuff. Yeah, and I mean, then
3: Marty yeah. McFly, Back to the Future, you know, the Bruins, and then the Air Mags. It's, like, they're they're intertwined. And it, that still happens today. It's, like, with, um, you know, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales wearing, like, the Jordan 1s yep. was significant for a number of reasons. Yeah. I mean, and wait, why is that? I mean, you know, the Jordan 1 was already a cultural status symbol in its own right. But then I think... Mm-hmm. It defined who he was as a character. Um, It's like, it's just, it's just such an iconic look too with a bomber jacket and like the basketball shorts worn over his like suit. It's very contemporary and it grounds it in a certain era of trend. But it's also true to like, yo, if you're a teenager in like Brooklyn and you come from, you know, uh... You're a person of color. It's like, you probably think these are fresh. And, you know, it's the Chicago colorway too, which is like already iconic for when Michael Jordan wore it on the court. And then, you know, it's so many, to many people, like Michael Jordan was a real life superhero. Now that you're seeing them on like a fictional superhero, mm. but it's one that resonates with so many people. Like, and it also differentiates him from, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man in that way too.
0: Okay, so I, this is, I'm not actually playing stupid. I, I genuinely mean this. So are you saying that, the weight of these items like they're purposely on there because the viewer can understand the character better based on what that those items culturally signify off screen 100%
2: yeah, because I that's mean, it, it, it may even make sense with yeah. like with the succession example, right? Like you might not know it's like Laurel Piano or like you might not know what the brands are, but you know, that's how rich people dress. Like really rich people. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be like it just makes sense, you know, right? There's like a visual language to movies and to fashion and we all get it. Right. That's why like the Carhartt jokes are always so funny. Yeah. Right?
3: Like, I mean, even like Tom Ford being a um, part of a joke and in, in what like the Ali Wan movie like Keanu Reeves was talk- that Keanu Reeves was in. I forget what it's called. Always be my maybe or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's a whole thing about like, Keanu Reeves being like, oh, my friend Tom Ford made me this suit. And it's just, it's it's a whole thing.
0: Yeah. That's a really good, I mean, when you think about storytelling and writing, like now I, I'm i trying to visualize other times I've seen that and didn't realize it to where, when, but like, yeah, even sure it sure makes like sense with the stuff.
3: in um, The Wild One.
0: Right. And Marlon Brando went yeah, like what a streetcar named Desire. Right. right? It's yeah. like
3: in, you know, both two iconic menswear moments that are often referenced. And it's just like, oh, my God, he's wearing an undershirt as casual wear. And then it's like, oh, my God, he's wearing a shot perfecto. And, and it's like, it looks but, cool.
0: But that stuff. Well, I guess maybe maybe the costume designer at the time was like, oh, this person's going to wear a perfecto or um, I don't know, this sort of thing because of what the people that saw that movie when it came out at that time knew. Or like what it meant for someone to wear like old military stuff. It's like, oh, you know, this came out in the 50s. So you should all know that this person served because he's wearing what looks like a, you know, GI. Well, even
3: in like in the Ben Affleck movie Air, right? It's like I wrote an article for the Financial Times about like the costumes in it. Carly Ansonette Jones did, did the costumes and it's a period piece in the 80s. And basically it was just centered around this idea of like, you know, it's a movie about sneakers, but the only person wearing sneakers to the office was like Ben Affleck. And now every other person in a C-suite has like a pair of on running or like coca shoes on, you know, and now we're we're in that post succession world. And I think, you know, at the time, like the, she was saying that Matt Damon's character, Sonny Vaccaro, he's like, he's like wearing loafers, khakis, like businessmen dressed in a very different way. And the only reason Ben Affleck is like reluctantly wearing suits and wearing Nike sneakers with them is like he has a board to answer to, but he also owns the company. So he's gonna wear the product the company makes, right? It wasn't like sneakers with a suit to be like, rebellious it's like even right, real life right. in real life like there's interviews of phil knight being like i only ever wear nike shoes like i'm wearing a tuxedo i'm wearing all black nikes
2: well of course yeah you, you he's know. phil knight
0: but yeah yeah I, I understand
2: but yeah like like even if we're like let's say we were just gonna like sit and do like we're writing something and we're trying to do like character sketches of course we'd be like oh yeah he's like the dude like he'd wear Vizvim, right or like in this world mm. he'd be the guy who's head to toe Vizvim. he's like in a get up or like he's the he's like a supreme kid You know what I mean? Like in that era or something. And it's just like a quick and like, yeah, we're a bit more fluent in that language than maybe the average moviegoer. But, yeah, I think that they still. I mean, even like the OG
3: Matrix movies, Mm -hmm. too. It's like the costumes are so important in denoting like who were the rebels and who were part of the machine right and suits were quite literally like a symbol of like it, this the agents in suits are literally part of the machine and right you know the the leather daddies are the heroes
0: <laughs> right the leather daddies yeah, yeah. i know kung fu <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think john john wick actually you know speaking of Keanu Reeves, they do this exceptionally well it's like my favorite scene i think in the first one is when he like goes to the underworld tailors and like, instead of like, yes. instead of a gun shop, he goes to the sommelier and it's just so beautifully done. And the way that he's getting like his suit fitted, it's like, oh yeah, like I want a taper. And it's like, oh, I need something tactical.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, this is
3: so, I, I would love to just buy a suit like that.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Cause in, in that, what, like his suit, he's got like stuff woven into it, right? Yeah. Isn't that what you're There's saying? Ballistic, yeah. nylon, Kevlar,
3: yeah. etc but, you know, I think to to the point of James Bond, right, it's like he pays attention to his clothes in a way where it's function first, but he's also paying attention to form.
0: And I think definitely one thing is like you see his shit get beat up in it mm-hmm. and it's like kind of dope.
3: Well, that's also why like Daniel Craig is such a good James Bond, right? He like,
0: yeah, gets, he gets the shit kick out of him. Like, yeah, because towards, yeah, towards the end when he gets called in, if you haven't seen Casino Royale, whatever, it came out in six. <laughs> um and he's like all beat to shit and he's got his like he's got his like riviera polo thing up His like collars like a little bit stretched out you know he looks like together but he definitely looks you know and you're like oh okay like in a way you're like i could embody that yeah it's like
3: oh yeah he's he's got he's got like the rumpled bow tie look when he's having a heart attack because he (laughs) drank the the poisoned uh drink you know and you're just like oh that's right Yeah. (laughs) yeah I guess I could do that without the heart attack, but he, he really
0: earned the right to look that wrong. <laughs> I forgot, you're right. He does get hit in the balls a bunch because you made that joke early, And I was like, what is he talking about? And it's like, oh yeah, and because you know. Yeah. He gets hit yeah. a bunch. He's, By Le chief. You know. Yeah. Matt Mickelson with- looks amazing in that movie too, though. Like,
3: I think yeah. there's a special recognition for how the villain's dressed. Uh, Christoph Waltz, I think, is the worst dressed one, though, because they tried to just I agree. ...do full blowfield and it just did blowfield. Work.
0: yeah, it's, he looks, Mads Mikkelsen's awesome with, with the fucking blood eye. Yeah, yeah. That is so baller. Cause like, I rewatched, I don't know which one it was, but it was like with Jaws, right? With mm-hmm. the dude had teeth and he could chew through like cable. Yeah. Just so lame. But like, crying blood, oh, that's like an anime thing, man. It just 100%. like hit me. I'm like, oh, dude, that dude's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The guy cries blood when he's gambling.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think also the thing with the Bond like style that like resonates is like James Bond is like an occasion dresser. Like he's dressed appropriately. Like he's not wearing the tux to the beach. You know what I mean? Like he's not. It's not like like a character where he's like whatever he's doing. He's like in his uniform. You know what I mean? And I think that instantly makes it feel more real, more accessible. Because you're just like, yeah, I would wear like a cool polo, like if I was like. when i go on vacation right like
3: that's why james bond is just such a menswear icon though because if you think about it that's how a lot of guys aspire to dress Mm -hmm. right it's like he dresses to blend in with his surroundings and like he stands apart from the crowd without standing out like if you because you're if you're a spy you know you're not you're not dressing like half the shit i wear right it's (laughs) like you want to dress to, to blend in and look like appropriate for whatever you're doing and it's like sure he happens to look great in it because he's yoked and like you know he's a stereotypically handsome guy but yeah you know he's never going over the top but i think that that layer of like okay he's a spy so he has to look like he could walk in anywhere but he also has to be
0: in a position where he can finesse his way in a place he's not necessarily supposed to be yeah i think his his wardrobe does that Mm -hmm. here's an honest question what was the last thing that any of you saw that made you Reevaluate or go get like a piece of clothing like from the movie
3: uh like i, mean, I, don't, did, oh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know i can't I don't remember i feel like i don't really dress <laughs> you know for like films like that anymore you know what i mean
0: well yeah but like i'd say like i was watching the crown in one of the seasons everyone had all these barbers and i was like shoot i think i need to start wearing my barber again
3: i think that's what happens is that i'll see something and I'll be like oh yeah i should start wearing that but i think we're in a different league right where it's like we have well, enough stuff where okay. it's like oh i need to get that it's more like you see things and you're like, "Oh, right. I forgot I, to I, I had that." that. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I feel like the Moi, what about feel like the last one where I was like, it didn't really like make me like rethink it, but I was just like that is fucking sick. I'm doing that it was un Profit, where he like just wears like it's just like a black Nike crew neck, like the one you can get it from Modells yeah. models or whatever. Of he just looks so fucking cool and like it's the simplest thing right but like i'm all like for a long time i was just like that's that's so fucking cool like i want to do that like i just mm-hmm. want to like wear like this the simplest shit it's like you could be like super menacing in it super clever you know like all that stuff so yeah i think for me that that was probably it i don't know it's hard i, mean, I will
3: say oh you know i watched Aaron. i'm like i i'm gonna wear jordan's tomorrow you know because you, you oh, are influenced damn. by it right it's just mm-hmm. like you you see the story and you're like oh yeah I should I should bust these out again because it just elevates it sort of the top of your mind but you also get hit with like that nostalgia aspect as well
0: yeah i watched um as i usually do yeah real talk I watched house guest the nice. other night again and sinbad has all these awesome uh like track suits mm. but they're they're the the very '90s like baggy mesh like Asics and bright colored track yep. track suits. and he's like got that and like, uh, like a like a tucked in, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I if I could do that has
3: amazing summer style though. I think it's severely underrated. Tenet. ah, like Robert Pattinson's outfits in that insane John David Washington, you know, an early adopter of like the knit polo underneath. The blazer. Um, oh my God, you're
0: right. Yeah, yeah, Fire, yeah. fire outfits. Oh yeah, really, really Robert Pattinson's got the cool scar Yeah, and, and like and the, the shawl collar blazer. And he's wearing
3: like double-breasted blazers too. And he's doing it in like a very like rakish way that's true to his character. It doesn't feel like affected. And I think- Oh dude, the
0: polo the, with the- Damn, yeah, it's that's good. a sick polo. Yeah, you're right. Okay, polo question. <laughs> Do you have any sort of like rules of your polo? Like the, the, in- in the sense that, so like, say the Revere polo, mm-hmm. it's a point collar. Some people like polos. Like, if I'm wearing a dressier polo, like with a with the with the suit, I'm not that big into a like polo looking elastic collar. The only like I want like a rule a I really have is, is no synthetics. It's got to be PK or nothing. You mean like no synthetic, Like it needs to be cotton. Like yeah. you don't want like a poly thing. Exactly.
3: Yeah yeah i mean i think it's like i mean that, that the golf polo is such a thing now you know like the double duty polo and it's like okay yeah sure i've played oh yeah, tennis that and noise. polos that's all and trash like, from palms or whatever but it's just like yeah that's one thing i will not unless
0: it says masters on it or whatever like yeah no you're more what you're gonna I say think it's just
2: more about fit for me like it can't be too i'm not like a snug polo guy but i'm not like a, i used to wear them quite baggy back in the day uh like very oversized but yeah i think it's just like because yeah it's like such it's like a piece you're gonna you're gonna layer something over you know or it's gonna be on its own like that's sort of like how it rocks so i think like yeah i'm just like quite picky about the fit you know i do love a long sleeve polo i'm not gonna lie i long sleeve polo is highly underrated i think a long sleeve polo with shorts whoo we're cooking with gas guys we're cooking with gas oh man my man's mic just peaked (laughs) he just hit so hard
0: (laughs) whoo I agree. Long sleeve polos, very underrated. For a while, that was a thing that, I mean, I it's I think it's definitely coming back more in that way, like where people are wearing a tailored polo, which is basically just a polo with a proper collar. I
3: mean, I've, I've, I was wearing sweater polos for a while too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like Gaya yeah, makes
3: an amazing one. Uh, I think Sunspell also has a couple of them but like you know and and when it's when it's colder out it's just like as we came out of covid that was like the big trend right it's just like knitwear underneath a suit instead of like a tie and like the sort of cashmere sweater polo was such a great way to just feel instantly more dressed up without like looking like every other dude wearing a mock neck under a
0: blazer (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true yeah Long sleeve man. I gotta, I gotta go see if I have any. I don't know if I do. I think I might have had one at one point, and I think there's one yellow one. I think you have. Oh, you're right. I do have the <laughs> yellow one from J. Crew. <laughs> but see, here's here's the thing, and this is what I was talking about earlier: is the the collar on that? It's a, uh, it's like a very elastic collar, which is nice. But like, I feel like I can't if that collar is on a jacket. And now I'm now I'm sounding all Derek guy here. Sh- sorry, Derek. Like we love you, Derek. we yeah, I, we're,
3: we, we, we we all yeah. love Derek. <laughs>
0: we can't i i can't put a jacket like a sport coat over a collar like that because then it gets all smushed i need like a do you do do like that 70s like collar over the uh, lapel thing though i've done it before to try to to try to add a little bit more like shape to it but otherwise if you have a sport coat and you have like a like you you have to be holding a bag of Coke if you do that. And and, and you have to have like one one shirt open. Yeah. Like, so people right, like, can see your you chains and yeah, the taco, your chains taco meat and your chest hair, whatever, yeah. you know. Or the fact that you're jacked or whatever it is. Right. Moy's
2: got a chain. I do wear do a, it. Chain a lot. Yep, I'm not Jack though, so I'd be like, "Well, I'm not either." But I'll just just pretend do like, that I do
3: like am. 30 push-ups before you walk out. So yeah. That, yeah, And then just
0: it's do true. 30 push-ups <laughs> as needed throughout the day. So that
2: go good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Excuse me, guys.
2: Hold on. Are you going to take a picture? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: give, give me. Just give
2: me about Bef- 60 before seconds. we do this cocaine deal. I'll be right back. <laughs> Let's come out, pop. I was,
0: like, I used to keep this, like, saved folder on my computer from, like, Tumblr era, which I've never, ever removed. And it's uh, just, like, mood board pictures. And I have a ton of photos of, like, Miami Vice. like So good. You know, it, yeah, j- like, t-shirts. Yep. Suits. And I was, like, okay. Like, he also, he had some polo stuff. But even then, he's, there was one where it was, like, and I guess it was because when it was made. I am, the I was am wearing, up.
3: like, a, a white tee under a blazer to the Fear of God show. Because, I mean, he cuts his... Oh? He cuts his suits, like, in that very Armani-esque kind of way. So it just, like, it fits. It's like, you know, he makes suits that are sort of meant to be worn, like, with the sleeves rolled up a bit. Yeah. Oh,
2: it's yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, You need a flowy suit. If, you, if you're a guy and you're wearing a skin-tight, super, super tight suit, and you got a t-shirt on, you're just going to look like you're in a really bad band. <laughs> <laughs> just like... <laughs> it's like the tour the tour was over 10 years ago man so it's also just like not comfortable up. for the summer no man. it's not you gotta get no. you a little
2: room you know
0: that was that was like my biggest awakening when i was like getting tailored clothing for the summer and i was trying to get all cotton and like jeff hilliard was like dude you should get linen or wool and i'm like you're an idiot Do you know what wool is Wool's like with sweaters man that's heavy <laughs> you're gonna sweat and he was explaining to me like how fabric is woven and how things breathe better and i was like son of a bitch i didn't i didn't go full g and go to i'm i'm downgrading to my 240 grams yeah i mean even
3: 240 is heavy it's like just. like it's like proper i feel like 240 is like like, like mid-weight right 240 is like mid-weight yeah 180 is probably like True, some, but I don't really have. I have maybe two things that are like one eighty grams that's and below. It's very light. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: no, I think it's like I, actually, I it's had... like a, probably like my valence suit is like probably that light. Mm. Yeah, but that's that's all
0: like synthetic stuff, right? It is, or no? Yeah. It's like a play suit. Yeah,
3: you know, but it's yeah, it actually
0: just works really well for regulating heat. I bet it's all you're you're wearing basically like Nike Dry Fit, literally Gore Tex. It's sick though. <laughs> Fire Gore Tex suit would be kind of boss. I mean, the valence is pretty much that. Yeah, <laughs> got tape seams. Horse does. <laughs> oh
2: Ice. shit, you got a sport coat with tape seams. Ooh, James Bond needed yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, would have come true. out just pss, pss, pss. DC. Where you at, man? <laughs> blood would just wash right off that Gore Tex. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Put it in the La sheet. <laughs> this blood is. <laughs> <laughs> um, we
0: got it. We got to talk some T-shirts. Yeah. Before we wrap, because there's a couple other things we got to do. T-shirts, like the best T-shirts for suits. So I will I will go out. I have 316 Pima tees, yep. which are real talk. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got my Sunspell little stripe tees, which look really, really good with like a, a dark brown suit. Because like, I got like the little navy stripe. Yep. Um, or you wear it and you look like, you look like Cary Grant from To Catch a Thief. And I, I tie my little, my little red bandana right there. So I look, so I look dope as fuck. Yeah. And then I got some loop wheel tees, but they're, they're, they're like pretty heavy.
3: Yeah. They're, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I, I I like the beefy tees. I like the loop wheel tees. I like tees with like a nice big collar too. Cause Mm.
0: it's. You mean like, like a tighter collar, but like, are like a, like 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 a a a vintage. I mean,
3: even like, honestly, I'll wear a ton of like, um, Uniqlo U t-shirts. I think those are like yeah, those are some good. of the best just affordable t-shirts. The fit's perfect. The weight is great. But yeah, like even like the like, the Sunspell like Riviera mid-weight shirts fit into this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you just want something with like a bit of weight to it. So it doesn't feel, you know, I, I just have a thing with t-shirts that are too light too, unless they're just like old vintage shirts that have just been worn down over time. But like if the fabric's too thin, it kind of feels like you're just like wearing underwear over your body. Yeah, it's
0: danger zone. Yeah. I, w- I was at the gym and I was trying to look cool and I was wearing my old like Bob Dylan t-shirt that's literally from the 80s. It's like from the late 80s. So I'm, I'm rocking like a freaking almost 40 year old shirt and um getting my pumps in and I ripped the shirt, and I that shirt was like not that cheap. And I it's because it's too damn thin. It's like I, I I gotta I gotta get some some thicker yeah, shirts. Dry rod, try right, man, look cool
2: with the gym. Yeah. yeah, you can't have gains with like thin thin material. You know what I mean? They don't. Yeah. They're diametrically opposed. Moy, uh, what are your tees? Yeah, I really do like the three sixteen Pima. Like those are like really nice. Um, yeah, I th- yeah. Uniqlo is good. Um, I do like that. I Like the the look of like the sunspell like long sleeve tee, like t shirt, like underneath the oh, suit, long sleeve tee. Yeah. Not a long sleeve polo. Yeah, I like the long sleeve. I tee. don't think I've ever the three sixteen heavyweight is also
0: pretty mm-hmm. nice too. By the way, yes, that that three sixteen heavyweight is also yeah, a good yeah, tee. That, yeah, but if yeah, I'm like it wearing I think it under I think that a suit, sixty GSM. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that is yeah, that's, that's heavy. heavy. But I feel like if I'm wearing it underneath this, like I get what Jean you're saying about like you want some structure and like a little bit to it, but I, I as a as a sweaty person in the summer, like I often will go a little lighter in the t-shirt range just cuz then it's like you just get like a little bit more ventilation, you know, especially if I'm going to wear it underneath the suit, but yeah, I really like the The sunspell long sleeve tees. I think that would look cool underneath like a suit. Okay. This is a mailbag
0: question. Dead serious. Um, so someone had asked, they wrote a very, very long thing, but they their question was more or less on undershirts. But they were like, Look, I have to wear an undershirt. Um they're like, but I don't really know what what qualifies as an undershirt. So first off, what is the difference between a t shirt and an undershirt? All right, well,
3: well, Mr. Mitt Romney, um, To answer your question,
0: no, I mean Mitt Romney being the person who sweats a lot.
3: No, Mitt Romney being, so f- for folks he, who understand, he wears he wears a lot of undergarments as well. But that's by yeah. by by creed. Oh. This, this is the way. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is the way. <laughs> I don't I don't really differentiate. Right? It's like I talked about fabric weight being a thing, but to me, it's just I don't like thin t-shirts anyway. I'll, I'll just wear literally any t-shirt as an undershirt. Hmm. I
0: used to cut a really really wide. Neck from this t-shirt that I had Mm -hmm. because I would want to wear knitwear, but I would sweat. I mean, dead ass, I would sweat, and then I didn't want to have like sweaty sweaters. And so I had a t-shirt that I cut like a boat neck on, Mm. so I could wear this turtleneck and put it on, and it was like a good. Yeah, I think Um, it's
3: about how how the layers work together, right? Like, I I don't. I, I think if you wear an undershirt, you know you're going to see it a little bit but like if i'm wearing like a Gaia Gaia cotton like sweater and i'm wearing like a white tee underneath it's just about having yeah, like see? the perfect proportions underneath right it's just like and yeah there's some tees that fit differently than others in like the neck so it's really just like about that harmony and that ratio of
0: how the layers work together you know yeah. maybe it's all t-shirts can be an undershirt but not all undershirts can be a t-shirt for sure i suppose
2: yeah cuz i feel like undershirts <laughs> James I'm going to wear them a little, like, slimmer than, like, a t-shirt, Ooh. right? Because, like, it's going to be underneath something. Yeah, if you wear something. It's going to be a little, a little tighter. Little... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
3: it, yeah, but the thing is, too, it's like, I wear baggier wovens now, too. So that's why, I like, it's a little, I, I mm. like my stuff to fit a bit more boxier anyway. So, yeah. But but also, like, a slim undershirt underneath, like, you know, a classic fit. Like, Brooks Oxford is also just going to look mad weird.
0: Yeah, see, that's a, the that's a thing where it's like, I would want to wear... You know, in this you person, you want to, they you want like, to have
3: a little bit of that punch, right? And it, it's, yeah. it's just, yeah, you know, it's just a matter of you, just, you have to like figure out what looks right and what makes you feel comfortable too, right? It's just, you have to train the eye in that way of being like, all right, if I'm going to wear this and I want to layer under it, what's like the optimal proportion so that it all works together. It's just like getting dressed in any capacity. Damn. You know?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, question. As an right, undershirt. Are V-necks ever appropriate? Mm, it takes a certain time. Ooh. I had a V-neck phase. But I'm saying, like, as an undershirt. I think we all had yeah, a V-neck I mean, we all phase. had like that V-neck outside, yeah. like outer layer, right? Um, My name is Jeremy. Uh, yeah, I'll own up to it. <laughs> but I a V-neck type phase, yeah but i could see like i know like a lot of people will wear like v-necks if they're wearing like a shirt and tie right or something or right. like a collared yep. shirt that open is. but they don't want like the band yep. right here you know what i mean yep so i'm just saying like maybe if you
3: want to achieve the look do what makes you feel comfortable <laughs> sure you know <laughs> but
0: <laughs> yeah the answer is, I can't believe we're going to say this. It is very much the stupid freaking phrase of learn the rules and break them. Yeah. It's so, I hate like it so I V-necks children are best seen and not heard. Right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no.
3: But are, you know what I mean? It's, a, it's like i guess that, that's your question is like if you're gonna sweat a lot but you you know want to look like you're not wearing an undershirt then can you wear it? yeah sure i mean that's like that's like it's like the literally the reverse dicky <laughs>
0: right basically, right for yeah. sure yeah. yeah damn well i hope you uh, i hope that answer made the, they were like
2: damn it i don't even know if you answered, but i would say it's a pretty I good we,
3: i mean basically yeah just like try it out be see you, what man. works
2: look at the mirror like, mirrors your friend in this instance you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, because it, Me, it's, it's like, a, are you friend. wearing
3: like a t-shirt tucked in so that you can wear like a over or like a shirt over it, unbuttoned, with like you know that very like nineties look, right? That nineties J Crew look of like the tucked in, mm. like. That's like a JK special. Right, exactly. Damn right. That's like all over. I think somebody posted a TikTok in the Slack that like had like that literal fit of just like, you know, a woven shirt worn open as like a layer. Or dude,
0: is it? That's been my, yeah. that's been my spring fits picking up the kids. classic. I'm wearing a white tucked in tee with my... Uh, some like old polo chinos that I got that I tailored up so they look dope. And then I have this big ass old Oxford that is literally like 2010 era. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I, I feel good. I got I got a little hat. My buddy got me a hat from the Masters. My father-in-law was pissed because, um, well, I didn't go to the Masters. It wasn't Lawrence, by the way. Thanks, Lawrence, for getting me a hat, you goofball. <laughs> it was... <laughs> You know I wear hats. You know I'm bald and I have to wear hats. And you got all these hats and you didn't even I am me, man. No blue bubble. I know the phones aren't there, but you could have hit me ahead of time. Larry, I love you. I had to get it from my other buddy who was like, yo, I'm going to the merch line today. I'm getting you a hat. And so I got this master's hat. But I guess, you know, I had to distract everyone by wearing my flowy, my flowy gear. Yep.
2: I did not know you had to like go to the Masters yeah. to wear a Masters hat. Well, I you don't. I mean I told,
0: <laughs> I told my father in law I was like, I am not a member of the New York Mets. However, I do wear my New York Mets hat. I, I think one caveat like, we should
3: add to the undershirt conversation That was that an undershirt <laughs> is not a base layer. They're they're two different things. Because Ooh. in that case that you are trying to, you know, actually layer in that performance context, then you know, your base layer should not be gotten it should oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. be a synthetic Oh, so that's yeah that's what they say you know especially a lot of mountain climbers like cotton kills because yeah. it doesn't so retain heat yep. it holds moisture
2: and it holds your sweat holds
3: your sweat you can it freezes you can freeze get you know hypothermia
0: that's true I doubt I doubt this guy is going to be summoning Everest anytime soon though but, who but hey, if he wants to look like he can I think he's, he's gotta, summoning he the really office just...
2: well, hey you don't want <laughs> to get caught out that. on a cold walk you know got a little sweaty yep. in the subway or something and you hop out <laughs> Damn, I don't have. I don't wear any like. Actually, no. I have some
0: like performance stuff that I go running in. Yeah. And the only downside is I gotta like it's it holds the stink. I gotta use my Persil like mm. double fancy stuff to get the to get my stink. I out.
3: will say that if I'm wearing like a woven shirt with like a tie, uh, there's a good chance I'm not wearing an undershirt. Yeah. Or if I'm wearing I mean, like, a woven I, shirt I really as a shirt,
0: I just don't do an undershirt. Yeah. See. There there's a lot of, you know, semantics here with this stuff. Yeah. I mean,
3: Situation yeah. specific. It right? all it all just boils down to just experiment and do what feels right for you.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well I'm not trying to have it, I like, it. I like
3: to I like to look thotty when like <laughs> I'm wearing like an NNO seven linen with like white trousers and just you know, you get that little bit of like skin when you're like are picking something up from the shelf, you know?
2: Yeah, a little treat for everybody wow. else. That, <laughs> little <Yeah>. treat. Little
3: <laughs>
0: treat. A little, a little <laughs> teaser trailer. Little
1: teaser trailer.
0: Man, my man went full Hollywood. (laughs) He's in LA for a few days. Look at these two trailers. He's writing his characters. (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: okay. but also if you're wearing like a linen shirt anyway then it's like
0: you know just don't do well, so no, if you're wearing a linen shirt you can't you shouldn't be wearing yeah. an undershirt that's the whole point of linen exactly. shit breeds right true you want to look like uh i mean the english literally patient, no, nothing
3: says like wealth just like then portly dudes in like linen and like bermudas with like birkenstock arizona's and like a watch that costs as much as a house true like that's <laughs> that's, true. that's
0: real wealth that's, true. that's like r- hello
3: yeah. <laughs> Hello, Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure.
0: <laughs> um, well, you already segued us to our last thing. What, the what is the summer style? Like, what are your guys' summer style? I mean, it, earlier we were kind of touched on this, and Moy was like, "Well, I live in the Goonies' town, so right. I'm just going to wear a sweatshirt all day."
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it. Get, <laughs> that's fine, <laughs> but it also gets like 120 degrees for like two weeks here. Yep. like where it's just like yeah. Crazy. Well, you and Chester Copperpot, you <laughs> know, can go find.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: I, I like lightweight, lightweight trousers. Like, I have some linen wands Ooh. with, like, you know, vintage t-shirts. Or just, like, I'll wear, like, a linen woven on top. I, it, Are you guys post-baggies or still on baggies? I'm still on baggies, but I just,
2: I hardly oh wear face. shorts. I was going to say, Gene, do you ever wear shorts? I don't think I've ever seen you wear shorts. No. Like, I'll, it, it will take a lot right?
0: for me to like I'm starting to move away from go shorts out, too yeah I can't add a day down. In shorts no I'm, I'm shorts are my gym fit but if literally. I'm hitting the runway
3: I'm wearing pants yeah, if really I'm, if I'm if I'm going to the
2: gym I'm in shorts right like I, yeah Shorts in my gym yeah, Ironically.
0: more well, you can do that because you got all that cool shorts with 10,000 pockets on there.
2: Well, I mean, there's, there's cool, like, non-technical shorts. Man Risa makes a good short. 18 East makes a good short. Um, all of those
1: have but a lot of pockets. if I'm pocket going, to like, shops <laughs> then if I know I'm stuff.
3: not doing anything other than, like, if I go to, like, buy groceries or whatever. Yeah. Then, yeah. okay. Bingo. Shorts like, are
2: yeah, your off-duty
1: fit,
3: huh? Off-duty. Yeah. Really?
0: They're so comfortable, yeah. though. I No one's arguing the comfort. Huh.
2: But it's I'm saying, like my, if in I'm, the runway, I'm, I'm in I'm in jeans, break lasts. Oh, I got nice know? ankles. Yeah. I'm showing them off. You know what I mean? I got comely ankles. Dude, I, I've
0: been in the gym. You should see
2: my yo, calves, show them I'm off. Looking pretty good, you know. But I will at the mm, beach. Mm. I f- still will say I feel like one of the strongest fit genres. Long sleeves up top, shorts on the bottom. Oh no, that's that's yeah, undisputed.
0: That's, you know, undefeated. You, you called that way before anyone, <laughs> anyone I knew. <laughs> was Undefeated, on with the hoodie and the shorts. Yeah. I mean, look, like yeah. I, I will say, I've
3: I, I've worn shorts at Fashion Week. Like there there was a heat wave last season, and it's just like mm. it was like ninety degrees. Okay, in yeah. like desperate times, for like, desperate I'm like, all right, I guess I'm busting out like the Sakai shorts and like you know, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Sakai
2: shorts. Yeah, I love shorts.
3: Yeah, I got a pair of, like Issey Miyake shorts from like years ago that like I'll wear. But I think you know, again, it's like even like Noah makes like great mm-hmm. shorts or like J Crew. Like mm-hmm. you know, that that's sort mm-hmm. of like. "Quote unquote dressier short, right? And then you know the Tom Brown short suit is a thing, and I think that has yeah, a novelty I, to haven't it. Haven't you guys ever? Done I would that? do have the skirt the short suit, suit first.
2: It. I I'd do the kilt suit first.
3: I think I would do yeah. I would do the kilt. I actually suit. have an engineering yeah. garment suit that has like coordinating shorts as well, and I, I wore that at Pity last year.
0: Oh, yeah. you know what? I remember that. I had the um, I think it was called the Lafayette short." Yep. And it had like a drawstring in there and then it, it had the same fabric as this Bedford and I think that was one of the tricky exactly, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, yeah, again, it's like that. I'm
3: not but I don't I don't like to actively try to do it. Like the, the Marna Uniqlo shorts, mm. like Janice got me like some of the sets and I'll 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 wear those sometimes. But again, it's like it's not my go to.
0: Mm. You know, I, I do have these, well, I don't know what you, you said like elastipant. I don't even know if that's what you would call it. But it was, pants, yeah, they're, e-waist trousers. Yeah. Yeah. They, but yeah, they were like a trouser. They were linen mm-hmm. trousers. And so they were kind of nice and flowy, but it was a pretty heavy linen. So it, you weren't like worried about like the wind blowing and then yeah. all of a sudden like your nuts freezing up. I mean, off. what I love about and,
3: like, yeah, our legacy makes like ill like satin basketball shorts that I love,
0: you know, yeah. and
3: those I'll wear. But again, it's, it's like. I, I wear shorts because I feel like I have to and not because mm. like I can't wait to wear shorts.
2: Oh, really? I oh. cannot wait. I fucking love shorts. I feel like they might be my favorite, like, I don't know,
0: bottoms
3: you know, category to, to yeah.
2: each his own. Yeah. It's interesting. Once it's
0: once interesting. It 65 degrees, everyone out here is wearing Under Armour shorts. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't weekend. go that far. I don't know if I'm a... Well, I'm talking about where I am. But, yeah. But yeah like,
3: I mean, shouts to the Stone Island nylon metal shorts, too. Those are a classic.
0: See? Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. But see, that's... I don't know. I don't think I can really? do it. I think this might be. I mean, I'm I'm still gonna wear shorts, but like not if I'm if I'm like, yo, I'm hitting the runway. I'm hitting the streets.
2: Like we're all we're all going somewhere some to get dinner. Like all just a bunch of big oh, fit yeah. motherfuckers. No, no, no shorts. Big fit. No shorts. No shorts. Wow. Pants.
0: I'm showing up. i will be the only guy. Yeah fine but you're more you That's, can do
2: that good but good luck getting
3: a
0: table
3: <laughs> <laughs> yo i actually do have a hilarious
2: story about that yeah like in new york i was with adrian i forget where we were trying to go it was like i think it was like in the hotel we were staying at and we were just like oh can we just like grab a drink or whatever and i swear to god like the like doorman host whatever was like yeah i don't know if this is like working and I, it was like me, and it was definitely like big ACG shorts, and like, I don't even know. He said, I don't know. It if was, this uh, but, but he working. basically <laughs> like motioned like past Adrian to me, like, he's the roadblock here. You know what I mean? And it was probably definitely because I had shorts on, for sure. Like, I was like that, like, Midwestern American dude no. who's like, what do you mean they don't got quesadillas in Paris? You know? <laughs> Nobody, everybody wearing pants here. Nobody speaks I, I English.
3: Will say, <laughs> when I lived in, in Washington, D.C., and like, the early 2000s oh. that there was a club oh. night called shorts and this was like <laughs> the knee deep in like or like not knee deep like knee <laughs> knee high in the uh indie sleaze era or yeah yeah whatever. yeah yeah above the knee not knee deep then mm. so the dress code <laughs> was you had to wear shorts and then when like guys tried to get into the club or anyone you know tried to get into the club wearing pants they're like you you have to wear shorts like you can't wear your pants but we have scissors So you can cut them into shorts. (laughs) And then there were several instances where people actually did that.
0: Wow. Wow. I did cut some old shorts or some old pants into shorts. They were like these Michael Bastion pants. And I was trying to do my, you know, cool guy look. And it was because actually it was because Moy was wearing shorts with that mon italy db blue linen jacket you remember mm-hmm. that shit and you would wear shorts with it the, and then you also wore hard yep. bottoms at the same time see i i'm shorts and hard bottoms i can't oh,
3: No, for what it's worth Bernardo Cucinelli loves a good short he loves the abercrombie cargo that he replicated i know we, yeah you know
0: we, well, he can, we talked about that he yeah he can do it all he wants cucci can do yeah. i mean
3: he can do his thing he'll be walking around in like adidas yeah. sambas and shorts and like yeah you know one of his shirts just blasting cigars, <laughs> Eating a bowl dude. of
2: pasta, kicking <laughs> kicking a goal, like... <laughs> blasting cigars, yeah. Dude's a legend. Um, props. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I've always yeah, wanted. shorts. Also,
0: Giorgio Armani, shorts master. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. There's, like, insane photos of Giorgio Armani wearing shorts. But see, those guys can do it because they can just... No one's going to say, sorry, Mr. Armani, you can't sit at this yeah. restaurant. That's very true.
2: No one's saying, Mr. Boy, come right here. <laughs> um... <laughs> Mr. Moy, you in those wonderful 30,000-fuckers yeah, shorts. I will say, like, the reason why I made the face with the baggies is, like, people were going too short with them. That's how I knew motherfuckers not wear, really wearing shorts because they overcorrected and were wearing too short. You get the 7-inch because I know everyone with the 5-inch was probably sagging it a little bit. That's a lot of thigh. It's true. So if you already sagging it in true. an inch or two, just get the 7 inches where i wear them at your waist. You know what I mean? But I'm, like, I'm a big proponent of, like, very yep. baggy shorts. Well, it depends on your me. height. Like, the five inch is perfect for me. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. That's true. I I wear she five inches the and, nice I and I sag them a bit.
0: Yeah. I'll sag them a tiny bit, but then I also wear them as gym shorts. And when I'm at the gym, I roll the waist up oh. and fold it under. So they're even shorter. So I can do
2: my squats. Have spots. you ever, like, the... It used to be called Tens Club. And it's like a, they basically made a pair of soccer shorts like based on old 90s, like soccer shorts. Like, um, yeah, yeah, checkers. yeah. But it's like, so it's like the perfect, like bagginess, but still short, like baggy short shorts.
3: <sighs> mm. Oh, you know who loves that
0: style? Noah Thomas. Castle the other meal boy. Oh, yeah. That's like his summary. Oh, yeah. Shorts and Burke's Dikey style with a workwear shirt. Yeah. That's All, pretty also,
3: Especially, I do have notable some shorts wears shorts. Angelo Ruti and, and Mordecai Ribbenstein.
2: Scenes. That's what it's called. That's true. Scenes. Yeah.
3: Like, Angelo's shorts oh. are great. I have a pair of his 4S Designs shorts from from this season that, like, have the snap buttons that convert it into, like, a skort And
2: Ooh.
3: Yeah. Like, if, if, if it's hot in, in Europe when, you know, I'm
0: there in a couple months, I'm definitely going to be busting those out. Mm, that's actually pretty fire. Yeah. See, that's the best part
2: about this pot. I came in here with one opinion, and now I'm like, well, I'm saying. Not so sure about that know, anymore. It's going to get, like, a, <laughs> go up a couple sizes on a sudden spell long. Long sleeve polo, chain, big old shorts. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, so you're he's he's gonna be the XL shirt. Maybe not
2: XL. Well, shorts. actually XL. I've gained a little no, bit XL, of weight. XL
0: and sun spell.
2: No, I was gonna say you, you XL so you can
0: wash it hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your XL sunspell? I think I'm medium. I think I'm easy XL. All my stuffs are medium, but they're I shrunk them too much. Because here's the thing, and this is I'll say this: I love sunspell. I love all the luxury brands that make awesome luxury basics and tees. However, I still in my head am an eight year old when it comes to like food and things, and so I get stains on my shit, and then I gotta wash them. But if you're gonna wear the nice stuff, like if you're gonna be the guy who gets the Sea Island shirt. All right, props. But that is very much a wash cold, hang dry shirt. And all my stuff, I ride it hard. Really? And so I'm like, yeah. Well, so, and, th- and that's my thing where it's, I end up, something happens, even though I'm the only person that does laundry <laughs> in our house purposely. Cause I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I need to have full, yeah, I need a full view of the assembly line. <laughs> same. <laughs> I need to know what's going on here. So <laughs> I get, I, I carefully put the stuff in the washer. I usually wash. The stuff cold, I'll pull it out. But every now and then, your boy is- <laughs> Slip up. is a Slip up. And I just, you know, I ruined an old Kiss t-shirt that I had that was an amazing Kiss t-shirt, but I always had to wash it cold and hang it. And I washed it and dried it, and it just, it's over. Game RIP. over. Thanks for the memories. Dang. Yeah, yeah. So that's my thing. When you go luxe, you really got to make sure you're paying attention you to do. all your all your tees. Yep. So that's why I would get size up. You said you get XL or whatever. So then you can wash it warm.
2: I don't think I wash anything on warm. Well, I mean
0: that's that's very ethical of you. <laughs> which you shouldn't wash anything on warm.
2: You should wash everything on cold. <laughs> But yes, I drive Adrian crazy because it's like the basement just turns into like a laundry because everything's hanging. Yeah, same,
0: same. I literally bought a hanging rack in the little area so I can hang more stuff. And I got these nicer clips that are like, they're like movie clips. So you can hang the heavy. You could hang up ten thousand ounce jean or whatever you want on there, soaking wet. We're good, fam. We're good. None of these other bullshit ass clips where it's just like beep, 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 and all your, You know, you leave the room and you come back and it looks like the boogeyman knocked all your clothes off. The- <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just saying. <laughs> you come in the. What happened? You didn't invest in good clips. It's true. Anyway, Uh, well, gents, this was wonderful. Thanks, homies. Thank Thank you, you guys. Good
2: seeing you. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to the Triple J Show. Got any questions for the Triple J crew? Ask them on the Blamo Slack, and maybe they'll answer them on a future episode. Until next time, may all your hems stay unbroken.